What's up guys and welcome to the end of rotation exam review. I'm Lenny C, PAS, and I'm going to give you 15 quick fire questions and answers so that you can wow your preceptor during your emergency medicine rotation. These are the most common pimp questions that you must know before going to your rotation. As always, feel free to reach out with any questions and suggestions at my Instagram at Lenny underscore C. Without further ado, let's get started. Number one, what is the most common site of infection for an IV drug user? The tricuspid valve. Number two, what is the first line treatment for NSVT or non-sustained ventricular tachycardia? Amiodarone. Number three, what is the most common organism in osteomyelitis? That is Staph aureus. Number four, how do you diagnose hemophilia? You'll see a prolonged APTT. If it is a hemophilia A, it'll be a factor eight problem. And if it's a hemophilia B, it'll be a factor nine problem. Number five, how is a stress fracture diagnosed? On the first x-ray, you won't see any fracture, so it would be negative, but you would order a repeat x-ray 14 to 30 days after the initial event to see if there's any signs of stress. Number six, how often does the USPSTF recommend screening for abdominal aortic aneurysms? The USPSTF recommends a one-time screening for AAA with ultrasonography, so ultrasound in men ages 65 to 75 years who have ever smoked. Number seven, at what CHADVAS score is it recommended to start anticoagulation in patients with AFib? That is greater than equal to two. Number eight, what is the diagnostic study of choice for duodenal ulcers? That is upper endoscopy with direct visualization. Number nine, what is the first line treatment for cluster headaches? That is oxygen. And if your headache is refractory to oxygen, second line is sub-Q simitriptan. Number 10, what is the antidote for heparin overdose? That is protamine sulfate. What would you see on physical exam for an orbital blowout fracture? A limitation of upward gaze due to the entrapment of the inferior rectus muscle. So that eye with the blowout fracture will not be able to look upwards. Number 12. What are the two physical exam signs associated with acute pancreatitis? The two physical exam signs. That is the colon sign which is bruising around the peri-umbilical area, or the Gray-Turner sign that is bruising along the flank. Number 13, what is the dosing schedule for the HPV vaccination? This is actually a trick question. There's two groups of people, and it's divided into less than 15 years old. They will receive two doses, one now and one six months later. And those who are greater than 15 years old will receive three doses, one now, one two months later, and the third one six months later.
Number 14, how do you titrate the treatment for chronic hepatic encephalopathy? That is, you would treat with lactulose. Some people add rifaximin, but that's an old medication. And you would titrate to achieve two to three soft stools per day. So you would start low and then you would titrate until you get those two to three soft stools per day. And number 15, this is kind of extra credit, but it's mainly six questions. So what are the six P's of compartment syndrome? I'll give you a chance to name them all out with your fingers. I always get confused here. The six P's. All right, here we go. Number one, pain. Number two, pallor. Number three, paresthesias. Number four, paralysis. Number five, pulselessness. And number six, poikilothermia, which is the inability to maintain heat in that limb. And the most common site of compartment syndrome is actually in the tibia or in the lower leg due to a tibia shaft fracture. Mainly, compartment syndrome is diagnosed not by a striker tool, but it's actually a clinical diagnosis when you have, you know, a lot of these P's and the main thing to look for is pain out of proportion without improvement in pain, especially after you give pain medication. Well, there you go. Those were the 15 most common questions that you must know before going to your emergency medicine rotation. How many questions were you able to answer? Or how many times did you need to stop the podcast and look it up on UpToDate? I hope that these questions start stimulating your thoughts on what you know and what you don't know regarding emergency medicine. And I hope that in the coming weeks, when you listen to this podcast again, you'll be able to answer them with absolutely no problem. That's all for this episode. Thank you for listening to the end of rotation exam review. As always, please let me know if you'd like me to cover a topic. Now onwards to your rotation, and remember, when you are in the emergency department, your patients are depending on you to pick up on critical conditions and make a difference in their lives because you are the first line to the hospital. So today, when you walk into the ED, go with a purpose.